0: already do you want to go do you want to do it hey let's
1: start a podcast let's do it let's see if we can go to 39 episodes did you say white man
0: overbite yeah anytime a white dude who
1: doesn't know how to dance
0: starts to dance first thing he does
1: really first thing he does
0: sucks that bottle lip right up under his teeth
1: what if they know how to dance
0: They don't. If they do that move first, they don't know how to dance.
1: (laughs) You like to dance? Are you a good dancer? I love to dance. Yeah? Um, I, yeah. My, yeah. Gosh, you set me up for this. My, my Kimmy is not a great dancer.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) But we're uh, not going there. I love
0: dance. That's where we differ. So uh, this was a
1: few years ago. Uh, My wife and I, one Friday night. I just, think I hate this story. I hate this story. Why? Because it makes me so jealous and envious.
0: Oh, you're going to hate it then, yeah.
1: If, it's, if this is a story that I think you're telling, like I'm like, yeah. I hate this story. Because if I... It, was you like can tell the story, and if it's the story that I think it is, then I'm going to have a rebuttal.
0: Okay, great. It was a totally organic Friday night where we had dinner, and normally we sit and watch TV in the evenings, but it was a nice night, and I was like, let's just sit outside. And then, um, as Rod Stewart said, you know, you put your speaker in the window, and so we put our kitchen speaker up in the kitchen window that faced out towards, we didn't have a deck then, it was just a patio, and... Um, we just like started playing song after song after song, but then we like, we were kind of like chair dancing. And then we just like moved the table out and we straight up had a dance party and like a neighbor of ours had had a bonfire. And so like people were walking back home and they're just like, the the Fords are just straight up having a two person dance party on their back porch. And um, we danced until like 11 o'clock that night. Just, we spent about two and a half hours just straight up dancing. On the back porch. And we've done it a few times since where it's just like, you don't have a dance party? Yeah. And she makes fun of me because I'm not a very good dancer. And she's like a super good dancer. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a good dancer. And um, But I still, I, I give it the old college try. And she makes fun of me and we
1: laugh at me. And it's a good it's a good mix. I love dancing with my wife. Okay. Um, we, we did swing dancing in college. Um, we... we are very intentional at, at wedding receptions to make sure that we get some dancing in. Oh, Our reception oh, yeah. was dance party. Um, but she, she, kinda, she moves like a white person when she dances. Uh, and she, it's not fluid. Is and, your wife white? She is. Okay. Just um, checking out the map. It, yeah. It's, it's I blame her parents for that. Um, are they white? Yeah, they are. So it's, it's Freaking genetics. It's freaking genetics. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> But I, I grew up dancing, like stage mm. dancing, like learning. You know. Oh, that's right. Patrick's a thespian. Thespian! I'm, um. I'm trained in stage <laughs> combat. <laughs> I control a fake punch like none other. Oh, hit me. No! Oh, no! Uh. Out, wow. Catch the video for that on YouTube or Spotify video. Ooh, yeah, yeah, that's gonna hurt. You're not. Sounds it's like, like sounds like somebody's like, about to get sued. So she did like she doesn't follow well. Video? Like she just turns into a limp noodle, and it's like, no, I need some rigidity to oh, interact it's... with you. So the story oh, yeah. it, you told the story that I didn't think you were the story that I thought you were gonna tell. I remember the time you told me this, and I was like, I would love to do that. Like the story you. That i thought you were going to tell was a trip that you took and you guys i think you got to your whole you went you got to your hotel you got to your destination i think you guys went out and had dinner and drinks and then you came back to the hotel room and you danced oh yeah in, in the hotel room and, oh yeah and i was like if i if i were to do that with my wife she'd be like what are you doing oh yeah this no. is weird no, why are you yeah. why are you doing this why are we yeah. why are we dancing and i'd be like because it's. Yeah, beautiful and intimate, and, and she'd be like, "That's ah, so weird. That's so weird." And it's like, it's like, so I can't, like, yeah. I, mean, I remember you told me that story, and I was like, "I hate you." Yeah, I hate you. I hate that that's your marriage. Like,
0: it is. It really is. is. So, like, so even, shut up. Even, so well,
1: I'm done. We're no, done. So, so episode thirty nine, we're done. right, Ten, five minutes in. T- uh, tell a friend, please
0: uh, leave us a review. So, I um. <laughs> I, I, I actually have we to
1: the, a, Oh, do you want to no, Do you want to help us out, Eddie? Only if you come back to the story I will Put a pin uh, in it Yeah. No, I'll come back right after Alright, we're coming back Right after we it. talk
0: about the Midas Swizzle? No
1: What? Midas Swizzle I, I don't know how to work I got anything. hit by exactly.
0: Lexus Time to get a drink Sorry to I cut you drink, off, Eddie It's fine right. <laughs> And a little girl You are sour today, aren't you? Well Today we're having a minus whistle. Thank you, Eddie. Salacia, salacia. This should be. Oh, wow! That's okay. Oh, I like that.
1: That that's like a. That's not like a drink. That's like a. I feel like I just popped a I, piece of candy. Yeah. Like I. Yeah.
0: Wow. That's. I'm gonna have to. Let's, hold on. Uh, pardon me while I go to my nose.
1: <laughs> minus.
0: <laughs> Swizzle, the mine is
1: swizzle.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What's going over there? Is rum, pineapple juice, liqueur 43, Angostura bitters, and ginger. What's liqueur Um, 43? So that's actually really funny. I have I inherited a bottle of liqueur 43 from a buddy of mine. Who? Well, he's not a buddy anymore. He's dead to me. But he used to be in the liquor business. He probably actually still in the liquor business. I just we don't talk. And um, ouch, he. Gave me this bottle of liqueur 43 that I don't really use for a whole lot of things. But then when I came across this recipe, I was like, Locking the minus in. touch was gold. So this could be a cool drink. And then I was like, oh, crap, I have Core 43. We've got to put it on the show. And But, guys, this is good. Like, uh, the recipes in the show notes, if you have these things, give it a shot. Because, boy, that's an okay drink.
1: It's it's a good one. It's... it's um... It's like tasting a piece of candy from another country. It is. That's a really good way to put it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's a very because it's like, this is not a native taste, but it's a good taste.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. that'll do it. I'll say back, so
0: back to so, your story. Um, so there was, there's this website that I like, and it's it's a guy who's like science dorky, so like don't necessarily go to it, but it's called xkcd.com. He, xkc.com xkcd so xkcd.com x ray kilo Charlie, okay and
1: that's so
0: for you have to go find out so but he does these like little comics and their stick figures and stuff but there's the perfect little comic that encapsulates my marriage and it's four frames and the first frame is a stick figure guy knocks on a stick figure woman's door The second frame is the stick figure woman opens her door and is filled with like pit balls, like the little like ball pit balls. Okay. And he's like, why is your apartment filled with balls? And the fourth frame is because we're the grownups and we make the rules now. And it's like a heart over his head jumping into the ball, (laughs) ball pit. And that is really kind of how my marriage works. Like we both recently had a day off together that was a work day that was a holiday and we were like what do you want to do today? And she's like, we were both sick at the time and she's like, my throat really hurts. And so like, I was thinking either like, at some point today, I either want to eat like super ice cream. And I go, let's go have ice cream for lunch. And she was like, really? I was like, yeah. yeah. So like we legit just went and had ice cream for lunch. So the fact that we would Like, on vacation, go out, have a nice dinner, enjoy the night, come back to the hotel and have a dance party is par for the course for us. Yeah. But also, it's the same where, like, we'll dance in the kitchen. And, like, especially we've had, individually, we've had health challenges, significant health challenges throughout our marriage. And so I think because we've had, like, not to get too philosophical, but I love The Prophet by Khalil Gibran, where he talks about Ah, your vessel for happiness Mm. is your same vessel for sadness. So it's a mirror Mm -hmm. image. So you can only be as happy as you're capable of being sad. And I think that really fits us because we have those moments where like, man, we've had really, really hard times together. And so in even those little Tuesday night moments of let's have a dance party in the kitchen, like, we're going to celebrate that because those are things in our life and in our viewpoint that are 100% worth celebrating. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's why we have dance parties. Yeah, maybe. no, I hate, I, hate your marriage,
1: I hate your marriage even more, so that's that's good.
0: She'll be glad to know that.
1: Yeah, no, that's great.
0: She's been waiting <laughs> on us to break up for a while. She wants me back. She's like, I just can't compete with Big uh, Gravy. And I was like, yeah, oh, no, well, you we can't. Yeah, Let me cook.
1: No, it can be, can be so measured uh, in her things, and so everything... everything She's better with a schedule. She's better with like knowing and like all that. And it's not control. She's not a she's not a controlling person at all. Yeah. Um. But she she just is a matter of it's a it's a, it's more of an issue of security. Like okay. If I can if I can see the horizon I can know that and so anything that is outside of that is yeah you know, it, it throws her in balance and I I. I kind of thrive on that like I want to I want to step into most of the part of the unknown mm-hmm. um, and so yeah it's 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 been a fun thing of 22 years of figuring that out no we haven't been together that long oh we haven't no, no not 22 years well she and I have so way to flex well 20 25 years if you count the dating episodes and the five breakups <laughs> that i through so the episodes yeah you know it was it was just a test, yeah. Make a um, chase here, yeah. That's uh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, but no, that's like to throw. Like, if I were to have music playing mm-hmm. and for her to come home, like if we just had the evening and I'd be like, "Let's dance," she'd be like, "Why? What are we doing? What is this?" Oh, yeah. It would. It would not be like. It wouldn't be like. Oh yes, absolutely. Like yeah. And now, and I, I get sometimes I do get pushback
0: like that, and like I don't know about you but like there is always music around me so like even even like i was cooking lunch outside the other day and my neighbor came over because he was just like what on earth because i had the outdoor speaker at full volume listening to saint paul and the broken bones which if you don't know them it's like this fat white kid from alabama Uh that sounds like a gospel choir by himself and it's like he was like, yeah, dude, I was in my garage and I just heard like screaming over here and you're just dancing out back on your grill. And I was like, yeah,
1: yeah, sorry, man. Welcome to Wednesday. It's my bad. We have a we have our Alexa, we have an Alexa outside on our outdoor sound yeah. system, which sounds, when I say that out loud, sounds very douchey.
0: Um uh, I completely disagree because I have speakers outside. Well, and so yeah.
1: we, a neighbor threw away his computer Surround sound. It. it had a subwoofer and two oh, okay. outdoor speakers, and it was, in his, yeah. it was in his trash can to be thrown away. And I was like, what? Well, that's weird. So I, I pulled it out of the trash can, and everything worked. And we had an extra Alexa Dot. And I'm like, well, if I put that outside in the garage and hook those speakers up to it, like yep. now I've got my outdoor surround sound, like I've yeah. got music, yeah. ambiance, right? So when we're sitting outside, we can listen to music. And so I, I hooked all that up. And then I created networks because uh, we've got we, we use Alexa. It's yeah, in yeah. it's in our kitchen. It's in our office. It's, it's in like this it. sexy light in the bedroom. It's in each each of the bedrooms, mm-hmm. and there are lights connected to it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I've heard those yeah, stories. Wow, well. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so you you can say Alexa, play this everywhere, and it'll yeah. play everywhere. And so <laughs> we leave the one in. The outdoor one—it's always on and it's always at a volume of about six or seven uh, out of ten. Yeah. So anytime I'm outside working I, or enjoying the evening, I'll throw that on. Well, my kids one night—this was about probably a year ago—my kids one night were like, "Alexa, play fart sounds <laughs> <laughs> everywhere." Right? So we do these every day. <laughs> These yeah. things where we're like we hear somebody in the other room playing something and we'll be like Alexa play AJR's Bang everywhere okay. which is this kind of like big b- bombastic like boom 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 and it just take it takes over whatever yeah, you're playing yeah. all right so we'll do these things and then we'll play like and the kids are great at it they're hilarious to see what they come up with because they'll come oh up with something gosh. super they'll be like Play Amazing Grace by Aretha Franklin or whatever, right? And and, and it just becomes this war for about five minutes of, like, kooking one up the other on the the play everywhere. (laughs) But one night, they're like, play farts everywhere. Oh, heck yeah. And I didn't realize it until later, and I was like, that was playing outside. On the speakers, so that anybody who happened to be outdoors I was hearing it. from the pros yeah, st- House garage just fart sounds coming from the speaker system. It was, it, yeah. We yeah, don't do random weird. dance parties, but we do random fart parties. I do like that. Yeah, for me, <laughs> for me, it's it's. There's
0: just there's there's constantly music happening around me and it's um, yeah it's like it's like angelic you just hear the every everywhere I go. Um, last weekend actually though I was uh, I was hanging out with some friends and and they they live close to me and they were like the wife said oh gosh I really man pork tacos sound good and I was like you gotta be kidding me. She was like, what? I was like, that's what I was gonna make for lunch today. So I just went to my house, grabbed everything, went back to their house, and made their family and me pork tacos. And But I'm nerdy like that. (laughs) Every single time we have tacos at my house, I have a Spotify playlist I've made called Taco Night. And so, and it's great, it's like the coasters and a lot of like surf jam stuff. And I was like, so, but my buddy was just like, you know, all the words, and I was like, not I cannot do this, man." But it was funny because, like, I was cooking in their house, and they—they're not music people, and so they're wanting to have like chitty chat uh-huh. while I'm just while well, like, music playing. And you're like, "Well, yeah, you shut no, up!" No, 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 not not that at all. Have your chitty chat. I'm not turning down, and I'm not uh-huh. going to stop singing. Yeah, right. So, in a honky tonk. Down in Mexico, and like they're like, wow, he's just legit standing at our stove cooking pork, singing, dancing, and we're just awkwardly sitting here watching him.
1: So we we have. And a, then I put my shirt back on. Oh, that, that was good. We have a Pandora station, and I, I like like Spotify. Like mm-hmm. there's all these music platforms. I love Pandora because you can throw in whoever, and then it's gonna fill the playlist with yeah. similar artists similar yep, genre that yep. they would say or yep. or whatever fit that algorithm, whatever. Yeah. Um, it, and I, I am a big modern folk genre. So I loved so, Daniel Th- Daniel, Nathaniel Waitliff and the Night, Night sweats. Sweats. I love Mumford and Sons. I love um, uh, Kaleo, like, Luke, Lucas Nelson, Willie Nelson's son. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, of yeah, of yeah. Stuff. Lucas Nelson and the Promise of the Real. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's it So name. I, I yeah. love throwing those things in there. And then I love seeing what else comes up that I'm like, oh, I don't. Who is this? I don't know this. This is a nice introduction. So we were home. I don't know a few weeks ago, and like Cammy comes home and she's like, "Play," and she played one of my one of my stations. Okay. Uh, and I was I was in the living room. She was in the kitchen. And I heard her say like, "Hey, play this," and I thought, "Oh, she likes listening." Yeah. To it. And I was like, she likes the music. I, and I was like, in my head, I said, "Oh, I should say." Kim, I I really appreciate when you like play the stations and the music that I know that I like, and I know she likes a lot. We like a lot of the same music. Yeah. But when she goes after it, I'm like, that really gives me some like I really like that. Yeah. And like I was thinking that, I'm like I should say that, and just as I was getting ready to say it, she says, "Alexa, play whatever." (laughs) (laughs) Alexa, play murder (laughs) ballads. <laughs> oh, um, uh,
0: you, you know what? Never. Okay. Wow. What, wow
1: Patrick, wow. were you saying something? No. No,
0: I'm just. I I'm, killed my baby with a hatchet <laughs> on the
1: Appalachian <laughs> I didn't. Did follow up with that conversation. I said, just so you know, like I wow. when you when you said play this station, I, think I was going to say, I really like that you love the music that I listen to. And then, as soon as I was about to say that, you ch- changed the station to something else. That oh, on. that's hilarious!
0: <laughs> that's awesome. My wife is very; um, she really stays in her lane musically, okay. and so I think for me, which is, um, she loves Prince, okay. and she loves kind of that vibe. She likes that upbeat, dancing kind of music. And then, but there are days where I'll come home where I'll realize that my kitchen listening has influenced her Yeah, where like I'll come home from work and she'll have something going and I'll be like oh that's Uncle Lucius uh-huh, and she'll be yeah. like oh yeah this is a great song and I'll be like yeah I played this song on the guitar yeah, she's yeah, like yeah. no I know like I googled the lyrics one day when you were out back playing your guitar because I liked the song and I was like you you could have come ask me what the song was called she said like, I didn't want to interrupt you I just googled the lyrics and I'm like mm, cool alright <laughs> we don't have to communicate Yeah, yeah,
1: it's fine <laughs> we don't We don't actually have to have a relationship outside of laundry and meals. So,
0: yeah, it's really funny, though, because I think a lot of my, like, she has said that a lot of my influences changed the way that she views life since we've been together. Oh, yeah. And it's, um, but a big part of that's music, where she's like, we were talking one day because she's such a big Prince fan. I said, how many times did you see Prince? And she was like, "I only saw them three times," and I was like, "Where?" She was like, "Oh, they were all in Indy." And I was like, "Really?" She goes, "Babe, I never, I never had the idea of let's travel to go to a concert until I met you." Uh-huh. But you're like, "Ava Brothers are playing in Vegas. Let's go to Vegas for the weekend and like find other fun things to do and also go to this concert." And I was like, "Yeah, is it, that's how people travel, right?" She's like, "No, babe, that's how nobody
1: travels." So no, I was like, "Yeah."
0: Oh, that's how I travel. She's yes. like, "Yeah." But that really is the majority of the vacations that we take. We take a vacation where we find something we know we want to do. And and a lot of times it's a concert. Yeah. And we'll be like, cool, let's go to San Antonio and like watch this concert. And then let's spend the other four days figuring out what's fun to do in San Antonio. So we have no agenda and she was like, "I've never vacationed like that because it's weird. Yeah. Like, it's really weird to like not know what you're gonna do." And I was like, "No, it's super awesome to wake up and decide what you're gonna do. Just go like, and just right. be like, yeah." And so we always ask the locals, "Where do you go? Uh-huh. Like, where do yes. you like to go get? A, a dance? Yeah, where, a what do you beer go do for fun? Pretty, yeah." And so, um, along with kind of that dance party mentality, that's you filled your apartment with balls. Yeah, we're the grown-ups. Yeah. We, have, we can yeah. have ice cream for lunch.
1: We create the rules. We can do yeah, whatever the heck, heck we man. want, man.
0: Heck yeah! And I think for her, because she has a high stress job and she's like, she's always lived this really like structured life. She's like, what freaking hippie did I hitch my wagon to with this guy?
1: Yeah, no, I I, so, I love that the music. This yeah. is semi music episode. We can we will wait into the music we can episode. Lead in yeah. this. Yeah. No. I. What I,
0: other What other bands do you really enjoy?
1: Um. So Mumford and Sons, Nathaniel Rateliff in the night sweats—like he, he's not doing anything in Indianapolis and Indiana yeah, in general. Yeah, I saw, I saw. But that. He, he is at Red Rock in Colorado, and I'm like, Have you been to Red Rock? I've been there, but not for a concert. I've been oh, there just to yeah. see it. And I'm it's like, a Great concert venue. So I, I I think he's playing in August or September, and I, yeah. I like I mentioned it to my wife and some friends of ours who've been yeah. to a Nathaniel Rateliff concert with us, and I'm like, uh, Do we? Do we want to go to Colorado to catch up with yes. Daniel Radcliffe yes, do. Like, I would love to see one in Red Rock. And if I can see it with him, like, I'm not going to be angry or disappointed. And if I can make a recommendation, <laughs>
0: after you go to the show in Red Rock, don't go back to Denver. Go to Golden. Stay in Golden.
1: Yeah, no, Denver, uh, Denver 10 years ago was amazing. Den- sure. Denver now is so congested.
0: It's like it's
1: so. It's, it's Red Snake
0: trying to go to dispensaries, is yeah, what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes.
1: Um, so. so anything outside of Denver is, is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, my in laws have a place in Essence Park, and that's wonderful. And I have other in laws. Yeah, that's that right. Rock. So there's. Wait, there's, how many in laws do you have? I have all the in laws. Wow. Um, yeah, no, I, I bought some. It was in the last recession. I. I Purchase some extra in laws just for fun. You know what? I have always been a pre-
0: impressed by your financial prowess, but purchasing yeah. additional in laws is something I've never thought. You know, about. it's
1: just what you got to do. You know, in today's market, uh, the uh, the fiscal responsibility of in laws uh, really can help your portfolio drastically. Talk about diversity. And you got to have <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> um, I've got white in laws. So no, in-laws. yeah. Like I've got red in laws. I... I... That's in-laws. right. I've got yellow in laws. I've got all of the- because I speak banjo, I like music that has banjo. <laughs> it's just what a great throwback. <laughs> if you don't get that, go listen to the rest of the archive. They're
0: not going to give it away here. But what a good throwback joke. 19 episodes later. Because uh, I speak banjo, love me some banjo. I love me
1: some banjo. Then you a- probably
0: love some Avon Brothers. Oh, Ava Brothers. Um, oh, when they were here last summer, uh, they were at the Nickel Plate Amphitheater uh-huh. in Fisher's. Um, uh, a mutual friend of ours, Kyle, had gone, and he is not a concert person. Uh-huh, he's okay. not a music person, but his wife is. Is he anything? And he's he, fantastic. He I actually love him. You guy.
1: love him. I love him. I love guy. him too. He hates me. And that's okay. I don't know. A lot of people hate going, Coming to the <laughs> sorry Sorry, Fred. How um, easy to hate. Um, but to hate. Um,
0: no, he was like, We're going to see the Ava brothers tomorrow night. And I was like, Oh, dude, I've seen them 15, 18 times. I was like, they're a great show. You're going to love it. I've not seen them yet. And he was like, really? And I was like, you, you as someone who doesn't like concerts, it will be impossible not to enjoy this concert because they are so genuine. They're so well put together. Mm. They're such a great concert. Like it's, I've seen them that many times because yeah. they're consistently good. Like They're just always a really, really great concert. So, the next day, he went and saw them the night before we did, because they did two shows back-to-back. He texts me, and he goes, I did not expect one dude to play the banjo the entire time. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, Scott Havit plays the yeah, banjo yeah. the entire time. That's what he does. And he was like, I, I didn't see that coming. And I was like, yeah, that's it's pretty cool. Like, it's it's super cool. Yeah. And he just... Rocks the banjo the whole time. That's what I do. Fun fact about that though, the night that Kyle went, Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell went to that show in Fisher's. Oh, really? And like, friends of theirs took a photo of them. You and and next were to like, them? Like, uh, yeah, I would. Oh, gosh, for the mayhem. I would love it. But they took Again, a photo. previous episode. Go back and check that but out. But then it turns out that the night we went to the show, um, John Mulaney was downtown. Huh. And so they came and saw the Avett Brothers, saw John Mulaney, and just flew back <laughs> to L.A. And it's like, yeah, we could be friends with them. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, anything with Banjo. So what else with Banjo? Um, and
1: are you are you familiar with Fun or AJR? Mm-hmm. Fun. I don't know Okay, it. I
0: know of AJR, but so I a- don't know. So
1: AJR is a, is a New York, it's brothers from New York City. But they there were inspired by fun. Mm-hmm. so Fun tried a long time in the music industry and I forget I forget his name it, it's it's escaping me at the moment. Uh, a couple cocktails then no, um, we batch but, we but, bash, we but he, cool. he before he got famous, like he tried a number of times of kind of making it and he kind of had this eccentric model of music and, and the music industry was like nobody, nobody we, already, we already have this as nobody, your nobody wants okay, this yeah. like nobody there's no market for this yeah. And then when he he paired up under the name of Fun, like he went crazy, right? Some nights is is a yeah. big one. Some nights I stay up. Like I love that song. Yeah. And AJR got their inspiration from him of like, no, this is kind of this whole different style of music. And AJR took it's like fun rock, right? They yeah. like took that. And I I would compare them also. I'd like put OK Go. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I love it. OK like OK Go. I would not say are musicians. They're artists. And, yeah, and because their videos, medium they yeah, use, right? so their very, videos
0: were so incredible. Every video yeah, so is so this well
1: kind had. of crazy whatever. If you right? haven't
0: seen the OK Go treadmill video, go look them on oh, YouTube. It's incredible. Okay, how no, well like, rehearsed that? Not it.
1: just not just the OK, not just yeah. the treadmill. Like all of their stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But all like their that's videos, put them on yes, the map. Was that was it.
0: like, no, we did this in one take.
1: And, like, and if you get a chance to go see AJR, they they are not a concert. They are a show.
0: I, I have a buddy who took his son to see them last year at Deer Creek, and he or two years ago maybe, whenever, recently, yeah. and was like, "It's of all the bands, my son wanted to go see AJR. Yes. And Yeah, I was like, "Okay,
1: cool." Yeah, so yeah. it's a it's a we love their we love Bang, and so we listened to all their stuff. Yeah. and so when they came to Deer Creek, same thing, like we were like, "Oh, let, Gotta go. let's go check yeah. them out!" Like, Gotta let's go. go check it out. Uh, it was the first concert my son had been to. I think maybe all my kids or whatever, but we went and we we're like. Oh, that—that's pretty impressive. Like that's a—it's not a, like it, it is a show. Yeah. Like you're watch you're watching and you're just like there's so much visual as much as auditory that so you're like this is way like yeah. we went to Dave Matthews because a few years ago during COVID we were kind of like we need to go see these artists yeah. who are alive and present and yeah. performing. Then eventually they're not like Elton John was at the end of his tour, and we're like, sure. we sh- we should have went and see- we should have gone to Ten see years this Elton John. Yeah, like we missed that opportunity. I yeah. should have gone to a basketball game and seen Michael Jordan play. Right, there are those things that you're like, yeah. There are these epic moments sure. that you're like, this is the moment is thing- now. Yeah, yeah. And the, mo- the moment is now. Don't miss yeah. this. Don't pass this up, kind of a thing. Um, and so we're kind of like during COVID, we're like, we have to go do these. Yeah. Uh, because they're they're unique, they're once in a lifetime, kind of these things. And so we kind of put that in our in our kind of mindset of like, who are these? So we're like, Well, Dave Matthews. Like, we love Dave Matthews, we should go see Dave Matthews. They're I I people love Dave Matthews and they go to his concerts and that's awesome. It was a miserable concert. I'm not super familiar with Dave Matthews. I like I know his popular pop song. Sure. But all he does in his concert is they his band does these musical riffs. Yeah. Like it, it is musical masturbation Yeah. on the stage. Yeah. And you're just kind of like, it, unless you're a big fan, you're like, I don't like you play the first two minutes of your song that I love. And then you go on for another three minutes of like, I don't even know what the heck you're doing up yeah. there. Yeah. And I don't this even, I it. don't even care. Yeah. Like you're not doing this for me. You're doing this for you. Yeah. Like. And so it was just this weird episode of like, well, that was ninety minutes of, forty-five minutes of them just satisfying themselves. Sure. And they don't and and they don't care because they packed out the house. They sold it out. They sold it out. They're Dave. Yeah. Yeah. So it was it was that kind of like oh, like that was my first concert of like, if I'm not the end, you're not you're not playing for me. Yeah. And I'm not sure even the people that were in that cared for it. Like I think they're that's their time to drink and have a conversation and well, smoke a their smoke the, yeah. the the devil's ring, you know, all oh, that. Yeah,
0: I, I think a lot of those people too though are we've got young kids at home. This is how we get away. We look forward to Dave all year because that's the night where we go party in the yeah. and the in-laws are in town and blah blah blah. And
1: yeah,
0: like, I mean i have I have friends like that who recently were. I mean they're not to that level, but like they were their Louisville natives and they were going down for the races the Thursday before the Derby. And they were ecstatic because they were like, hey, we can get away for the night, just the two of us. And I think that's the Dave crowd. It's like the, maybe, oh man, I've got a a blah, blah, blah. And I don't know, for me, I've never been a big fan of Dave Matthews, but I do like jam bands. So like, I'm a big fan of the Grateful Dead. I'm a big fan of like um, String Cheese Incident like Mo, those are great bands who are just jam bands, but they're not, they're not that flashy. They're not that like big flashy, they're more just like we're gonna mellow ease into this and it's like, you can just hang out. So like, getting a little obscure, but you're welcome Mike, cause this is really just a podcast for Mike <laughs> at this point. Um, hi Mike. Uh, like Dark Star is the only cover band, who's a Grateful Dead cover band endorsed by the Grateful Dead. And what Dark Star Orchestra does is they spend all summer mastering one concert of the Grateful Dead. Note for note. Ha! So when you go to a Dark Star Orchestra concert in the winter, they're playing an exact replica of a Grateful Dead concert that was just one concert. And so then, like, the crowd buzzes because they're like, oh my gosh, what concert was this? And like all the super dead heads know all the concerts and they're trying to figure out the set list and everything. And so they're going through it, but it's every single time I've seen Dark Star Orchestra, you know what I do? I sit in the back against the wall and listen. Cause I'm like, I don't need to be up front. It's not Phil Lesh and Jerry right, Garcia and right. Bobby Weir and Mickey, right. it's like, no, I'm just, I'm here for I'm just here the and music watch, yeah. because they are so good. It's really like listening to a live Grateful Dead album. and so those kinds of bands i think are so unique and so great when they capture it but for me i understand the commercial draw of dave matthews but for me they've never captured that they're not they're a bar band from georgia who like literally was just a college bar band from georgia who made it big and that's fantastic so many others did too but dave has just never been for me
1: yeah i think what I always have found intriguing about Dave is you know he's he's from South Africa. And so he always had this uh, kind of spiritual curiosity of mm-hmm. kind of how life works and what that what that means. Um, and I'm not when I say spiritual, um, and i'm not I'm not saying Christian alignment. I'm just saying that sure. like, there is something. Beyond what there's is. There's a
0: deeper something that he's. Yes, there's enough
1: yeah. real that I'm leaning into in this. Yeah, that's um, a good word for it. Yeah. And, and, and I think there was this mystery to life that he was willing to kind of experience. Cool. And yeah. Avoid void from the moralistic good or bad that often fundamentalist Christianity kind of paints itself into in the corner. So like I, I think he carried some of those tones, which is why I was curious. I grew curious of him in the 90s, in the late 90s uh, and early 2000s. Of just like okay, he is, he is saying some things, um, but I'm not sure I'm, I necessarily, necessarily resonate with what he's saying. Yeah, um, and I don't like I I love I love to people watch. Like I love to just observe uh, people. I like too. Yeah. And Concerts are great for observing that. Heck yeah, and so yeah. like to go to a concert and just be like, I just I just want to watch and see how people interact with the music, with uh, the space, mm-hmm. with what they're doing, and see how they let themselves go mm. or how they don't let themselves go have you been to a country concert um my last my last country concert was my first country concert okay. and it was garth brooks in 1997. okay uh, holly Dillon got free tickets thank you holly for inviting me hi holly, holly. um uh, and uh she asked me and i oh, okay. i you know I bet that was a good concert. It was a phenomenal... I've heard he's fantastic. Talk about an entertainer. Like, it was... And he was playing... He played on a night where the Cardinals had a playoff game. And so, he showed up on stage with his Cardinals jersey. Mm -hmm. And so, it was in St. Louis. Like, the place just went berserko. Heck, yeah. They lost the game, but the show did not disappoint. Like, he went full on.
0: Awesome. Yeah, full tip. I, um... I went and saw Chris Stapleton a year and a half ago or so that year. I would, so be see, I would and, go see Chris. And he was
1: – it was a great show. He's interesting but because he, he's like – I'm going to let you finish his story. No, no, no. Please, please go. So I, I would say Chris Stapleton is similar to Dave Matthews but in a, in a different way. Dave Matthews and Chris Stapleton don't play into the audience. They play to their artistic ability. Sure. And Dave Matthew plays to theirs in the way of musicality. And I think Chris Stapleton plays to his in the way of like this is this is just another song that I wrote. Yeah. And is what I do. And I'm not giving you a narrative. And I'm not going to interact with the crowd. And I don't care if you like that or don't like that. I'm not I'm not here to enter. I'm not an entertainer. I'm a musician. Yeah. And And, and so like you're not you're not far (laughs) off for sure. That's my that's how I like when I when I saw. Both of them play like I'm like oh that Chris Stapleton is just like I'm just gonna play my song and then I'm gonna play the next song because that's and I'm gonna what I care the crowd about and like right. yeah
0: yeah and and he was when I saw Chris Stapleton it really impressed me that um, he opened the concert with a song called uh, Whiskey and You which is really it's a solo song mm-hmm. and so it really was just him his guitar in the spotlight yeah and like. So, you have this energy of the crowd that's super high up, and then it's just like all the way down. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> it, I mean, it was, it was incredible. Which I love. Though, he's like, yeah.
1: oh, I expectations here. Yeah. Let me. me we will build, build back up to that. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. we'll build back up to that. Uh-huh. That's okay. Starting. We'll get there. That's easy. And, yeah. But, but let me just was, start with where the,
0: I'm at. The way he started that concert, man, I was, I was enamored because I played that song. Uh huh. Okay. And I was like oh, yeah, he he's way better. <laughs> so I was like, man, that's that's what I'm trying to do when I play that song. But boy, I can't I know, do it. He's I incredible. Get he's absolutely incredible. But um, I asked about the country concert because I've never seen so many girl fights in my life. Yeah. <laughs> like, it really was Karen's talking crap to Karen's and then Karen's punching Karen's. And all their husbands just being like, all right yeah just let them fight girl it fight. out let, him, fight. let them wear it out wow. it's fine i'll hear about this for the next six months uh-huh but, yeah and like so we just kind of kept pinging and ponging around the <laughs> the, the common space because we were like
1: uh yeah these people suck man but it was like every time we moved there was another girl fight and we're like ugh. when it comes to country music like i'm a 90s country music and prior like that's mm-hmm. That was when country music was country music. Like today, it's it's rock. Like it's it so is, much it is. synthesized um, stuff in it. Yeah. And I, what I what I consider country music is kind of the analog. Yeah. I, I know it's plugged in and I know it's amplified, but like, yeah. give me the steel guitar, give me the banjo, give me sure. the violin. Like, yeah. if you're, if you're gonna. What, what's the song? You're gonna called? play it in Texas. Got to have a fiddle yeah, in the band. It's, it's Alabama, kind of that. Right, yeah. Alabama. It's, it's kind of that. Like if you're gonna play country, I, you gotta have a, a a slide guitar. You gotta have a banjo. Yeah. You gotta have a fiddle. You gotta have a, an acoustic guitar, it's okay to have a bass. I'm right. gonna be honest. I
0: did not think we were
1: getting Alabama reference Come on, on this. Tonight. Come on,
0: yeah. Um, they, uh, I came across a thing. Where it was like it was like seven best. What was it, Dirty Rock Bands or something like okay. that, like Southern Rock Bands, uh-huh. and Alabama made the list. Alabama.
1: And I was like, wow, I never would have, i, I used just think Country. And one who would, I would say touches the edge of that but isn't in that is the Eagles. hmm. Seven Bridges Road. Right? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I thought for years Seven Bridges Road was an Alabama song. No. And then I'm like, oh, that's the stinking that's, Eagles. That's like, the Eagles. Doggone it, man. Yeah, like no, they, they, they pushed up against that mm-hmm. country just enough, but say that classic rock space.
0: They did. They did. And um, a, a weird, weird <laughs> quick plug here, because we're not anywhere near Christmas. <laughs> yeah. But I will tell you right now, the Alabama Christmas album is fantastic. Yeah? I love Alabama. It was... Um, it was a mainstay in our home growing up. Okay. But it, honest to goodness, like even still, I'll go back and listen to it and I'll just be like, and none of them, heads up, none of the songs are traditional Christmas carols. They are original content written by Alabama. Really? About I, love that. I mean, Like there's one that's like, oh, this Soul hair, Christmas, bears, news, news, everywhere. Shell Silverstein. Yeah, it's exactly that. Yeah. It's exactly that. Oh, Shell,
1: showing up again.
0: Uh, yeah, know. She'll it. never die.
1: What's the next? What's the next
0: concert you're going to? Do you have one lined up? Um, we, uh, I have a couple lined up this summer. The one I'm most excited about is Cake. I'm going to see oh, Cake. This so really, yeah. Where at? So uh, the what? What was the White River Lawn? Oh yeah, yeah. It's something. Uh-huh. new. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: but yeah, I'm going to see Cake September 17th, and I've seen Cake a couple times. And if you guys have never seen Cake, oof. They're great. If you like Cake, go see Cake. Keep, keep because, talking. He's gone. He's out of here.
1: It's my show now.
0: Heck yeah. I got the hot buttons. What do the hot keys do? Um, if you guys have... Well, this is the first time we've ever had a solo podcast. I like it. Uh, if you've never seen Cake, it's super cool because they're weird percussionists. So if you know Cake's music... You know, all the weird noises that come and go from cake. Um, that guy is front and center. And so they do the entire thing just front and center of him. And the rest of the band is in the periphery. So, but while I have the podcast all to myself, woo, this is power. I thought I'd never have, um, we can talk more about music. What we'd love to hear though, is what are some of your music loves? Give us your first concert. Whoa. That's a good one. That's always a great conversation. Who was the first concert you ever went and saw? That's a good one. What was the best concert you ever went and saw? And then, oh, hey, Patrick's back. Crap. Oh, uh, okay. Guys, he's back. Let's not talk about him anymore. Um, okay. Keep talking. The, uh, I, during COVID, I chased down this wormhole of what's the greatest debut album of all time? And then I recently had a colleague combat that with, what's the greatest guitar riff of all time? Um, So think about those, pray about those, get back to us. (laughs) uh, Pray about them especially. Yeah, pray Uh, about them. First
1: concert, Garth Brooks. Uh, Best concert, uh, ooh, that's tough. Mumford and Sons does a mean Mm -hmm. concert. AJR was really, really good. Yeah. I just get lost in the thing where we lift in the night. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, it's I just, do. although his lyrics are messed Like, if you pull up his lyrics on mm-hmm. his song, you're like, I don't even know what you're saying. And part of that's because it's from Missouri, so mm-hmm. you're just like, bro's just up there speaking banjo. just banjo talk? Yeah. <laughs> it's freaking banjo talk. And you're like, your words don't even make sense. Yeah. Like, what does this even mean? Yeah. Like, that's him. And you're like, well, that's just Patrick on the podcast. Oh, I, I learned a couple weeks ago I co-host that podcast. I don't
0: just do it. I'm not just a guest. I thought I was a guest host this whole time. Um, um, my first concert was Oasis Open for Bush. Okay?
1: Um, oh yeah. And
0: that, that was April of 95. Yeah, that was a great, great concert. Um,
1: Best concert. Come on. Uh,
0: I think because of like the connection to get a little sentimental here, uh, my pop turned me on to Jackson Brown Okay. and I didn't know who Jackson Brown was. And I still to this day love Jackson Brown. Um, Very popular. and yeah. And, and if you guys don't know who Jackson Brown is, you, like look him up, you're going to know a lot of his songs, but he's also been a great songwriter. Like the song, take it easy by the Eagles, Jackson Brown wrote. So he was like kind of a low key. I don't want this song, but it's good for your band kind right. of the guy in the 60s and 70s. And I got the chance to take uh, my dad to Jackson Brown's solo acoustic tour where it was Jackson Brown, several guitars, a couple pianos, where he just went from instrument to instrument all night and played songs for a couple hours. Huh. And it was also great because it was billed as an evening with Jackson Brown. So they were like, oh. this starts at seven. Okay. And they're like, this is not... There's no this, there's, there's no, no opener. <laughs> there's no chicanery. This is Jackson Brown comes on stage at seven. And he's gonna play till 9:30 or yeah. 10. And it's just gonna be him. But like, don't think this is some diva doing his thing. Like this is an evening with Jackson Brown. And um and and Pop loved Jackson Brown. And so I think just that experience of sharing it with him and like just watching him be energized by someone mm. he loved. Growing up, because he's about the same age as Jackson Brown, uh, okay. a little older, okay. and like watching that come up, that was, um, it's maybe not the best concert I've ever been to, but it's maybe the best concert experience I've had. Yeah. Because yeah. it was just, it was such a cool thing to, to share. So, and like, for also for it just to be him telling stories about his songs yeah. and stuff. And like, you really got that intimate experience with 30,000 people.
1: Yeah, it's. You've been to a concert, I'm sure. If you if you've been to a concert, you've probably experienced this, where they where they do a cover, oh, sure song, and they usually tell a little bit of why yeah. why that cover matters to them, and yeah. it's it's kind of this special moment of like because they usually cover something that's very familiar sure, but for whatever reason it hit them in a special way, and so they kind of yeah. start, and it's it's kind of uh, it's not the same thing, but it's very similar along that line of like you, you get to you you get a peek behind the curtain yeah. in a sense of like yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm seeing the real you. And, and to your point, you
0: and I have gone to Carb Day for numerous years together. And we even actually kept our Carb Day tradition going through COVID. And you and Mike and I. Uh, Sitting like, outside. Like 100%. Outside. Like, we did, our, our Carb Day streak is, is still intact. But we saw Train one year yeah. at Carb Day. And I was like, ah, Train sucks. I don't want to go see Train. But then, Train got up there, and they peppered in their heads. But uh-huh. like when they started doing a whole lot of love by Led Zeppelin, I was like, "Hold the phone! What are they doing?" Uh-huh. And I was like, "What are they killing it yeah, at?" Yeah. And like they, oh man, it was so good. And then they did Under Pressure, which is one of my top five songs of all time because okay. I love Bowie all and right. I love Queen. All right. And like. When they did Under Pressure, I was just like, I'm in a new place, train, you're my guys, I love it, I love train, and I've not listened to him since. But man, when they did like those two covers, you're right, like a cover... Even for, like, a mainstay band like Train, who has their own plethora their own of hits, sound, their own They're just whatever. like, no, but guys, we we killed this song. Uh, like, you you all got to hear this. do a whole like, lot of love. Well, like, this is who we, like, this yeah, is the music absolutely. that
1: inspired us and drove us yeah. to where we are today. Like, that's the stuff of, like, we want to pay tribute to them because we wouldn't be here yeah. without the music that inspired us to be here today. No,
0: here. absolutely. But, like, when they did, so, like, if... We've talked about Carb Day before, but this is also Carb Day was two days ago. So Patrick and I are fresh off a of Carb Woo! Day. So um, new, new stories coming soon. Speaking of, if you listen live, Happy Race Day because I'm at the race right now and I'm Woo! talking to you. That's uh-huh. right. I'm cheering for my fans. And uh, <laughs> but the the great thing about Carb Day is one of the bands is awesome. Yeah. And one of the bands sucks. It used to be awesome. And you that. never know which is going to be which because we were like. Oh, man, Blues Traveler, that's going to be great.
1: <laughs> wow, Blues Traveler sucks live. Train, who wants to see Train? Holy crap, Train's awesome. Bare Naked Ladies, I don't remember who they paired with that one it year. It was but Blues was Traveler. Like, oh, my gosh.
0: It was Blues Traveler it was, and Bare Naked Ladies. Wasn't really? And we were like, Blues Traveler sucks, and then we we're like, oh, Bare Naked Ladies is actually really good. Uh, they were okay. Was, they all all
1: right. He's rapping. You he knew their songs. If I had a million dollars, if I had a million dollars, I would be doing this podcast as a hobby. I'd still have a million dollars. <laughs> uh, what'd you learn?
0: I learned that you were a little bit okay wading into the music conversation. Because uh, I know you never wanted to have the music episode.
1: Well, I just know it's going to be, I'm not going to be able to contribute much. But you actually contributed a good deal. To yeah, so, so I, I think know.
0: I think you you have more. Is this do
1: we get to certify this as the music episode? No,
0: guys. I think we're going to title this the kind of music episode. Kind of music. Because like we'll get into the full music episode, but like I was thinking about that today too, <laughs> where I was like, today can't be the music episode because. I legit listened to Rastafarian and like Bob Marley radio the whole way up here, and I was like, "Got my brain right for recording uh, a day. Okay, let's well, go.
1: Well, whatever it needs to take. Yeah. But I, I cool. came in today thinking also like, well, today maybe the music episode. I might, I might give Ben a softball
0: pitch. Uh, so honestly, if you just if you were like Ben, you have forty five minutes to talk
1: about nothing but music.
0: You're going to have to give me two episodes. All right, we'll, do, we'll, we'll come along. back to it. So this is kind of the I'm music an, episode. I am an audiophile. We
1: kind of got there. We kind of waded into it. Put our uh, toe in the water. More to come in 39 more episodes. We'll oh, that'd be funny. Beats.
0: Every 39th episode is the music <laughs> episode. So, hey gang,
1: stay tuned for episode uh, 78. Keep you wanting more. That's uh, that's how my marriage works. That's, whoa, okay. Yeah, <laughs> <By> hi, <laughs> Cammie. Sorry. Uh, Sorry. We, we offended uh, Dave Matthews. We offended um, maybe Chris Stapleton probably not I don't think he gets offended I don't think he gives a crap. no
0: well we offended like their the the, music the producers, producers. no we not the producers they are making all the money they don't care yeah they're they're like they're Scrooge McDuck sitting in oh. all the buckets of money swimming in swimming in swimming monies. in the gold coin.
1: swimming in the money Woo <laughs> <laughs>
0: um no the uh yeah we we offended anybody who's a fan of going to dave matthews concerts.
1: oh all right all right okay. and we offended uh modern country as an industry but that's okay because um we're not really sure Gosh, you put out anything sucks. uh of value pop for probably sucks. 20 years so take that and stick that in your pipe and smoke it uh but um but don't smoke but we don't smoke and uh so we moments i i don't know if we really got there what is this we're not sure what this podcast is about but uh, we had. But a, every every few
0: episodes, we go completely off the rails and discuss nothing center and saint related.
1: But we had a fizzy, dizzy, mizzy uh, today. It's a Swiss that's what I said. And um, and uh, the spirit sending you out is uh, find the music of your soul and let it move you in the best and the worst moments of your life. And
0: stay tuned for music <laughs> okay. uh, well,
1: bones enjoy Mr. Music the music of ghost he's gonna put it Mr. Music it town it's by the John Luzon Bung- trio darn right um, yeah. hey guys
0: thanks so much for joining us come back next week for episode 40 where we do the old switcheroo switcheroo and uh, Ben Patrick brings the Saul. cocktail and I have to say something nice at the end that involves zero cuss words or if okay. zero Alligators or children. Thanks for 39. We'll see you in the 40. Bye bye.